Hello, everybody. Good evening. My name is Stella Soul, and you're welcome to Coming from a Place of Love. Let me start by saying that in every relationship, every loving relationship, every partnership, every friendship, you're going to have some days where you're going to be stressed. But how you deal with it and how you communicate with your partner, your friends, your loved ones, your husband, your wife, it matters. The tone really sets the precinct for anything. You know, like if, if you're... Um, if you're angry, you're going to be yelling, and it's going to be uh, condescending. But if you're joyful, you really watch what you say. And if you're a little bit submissive, which I think everybody's got to be submissive to some extent to the person that you love, be willing to compromise certain things. And try not to let people around you um, prevent you from actually having having a deep relationship with someone. You have to understand that people who are lacking certain things might see that joy, might see that love and not fully understand it, you know, or they want it for themselves. So what they're going to do is going to create different scenarios, you know, where you actually lose that love. They, they start telling you funny stories. They start um, just trying to discourage you from going towards that love. And you know it's love because their soul answers yours, no matter what. And no matter what circumstance, you learn to forgive each other for whatever you've done. But what if you meet somebody who brings out the relationship stress in you, and you just don't know whether this is supposed to be a life partner or this is supposed to be somebody that I cut off? I think that, you know, for me personally, the only time I give people chances is in a loving relationship. Like, you know, you've got to be my husband or my friend. For me to even give you another chance, you know, and forgive and stuff like that. I'm not saying I don't forgive people on a daily basis or my friends or whatever, but I'm very particular with how much you can actually, you know, let people get away with. And I'll be very frank with you because in love, you know, you should never be a hard head. You should never be the kind of person who is like once like you out. Hell no. But you know, you should be more open and more submissive and more. Um, accepting that people are going to make mistakes, especially because you are two individuals from different backgrounds. You are people who grew up in different situations, different homes, different dynamics, so different things were done, you know. So you can't just judge everything by what you've been through in your experience, you know what I'm saying? So if you had like a traditional home, and people didn't have a traditional home, and they moved around a lot, it's going to affect your ability to communicate. Now, where you act as a bridge is where you start to change yourself, and as a result, you inspire others. You don't just say, hey, I don't like this, I don't like that, start nitpicking people and cutting down their self-esteem. I also think it's very important, very important that, you know, even though we're angry at people, you know, that we should make an effort to at least, you know what I'm saying, maintain good, good, um, um, good behavior. Treat them like you would want to be treated. I always say that show me your friends, I'll show you who you are. If your friends are assholes, complete assholes, who don't care about people's feelings, who don't care about people loving because they don't know how to love, you know what I mean? Or they've never experienced love, but they've been hurt. So as a result, they don't want to, you know, they don't want to get into a relationship because they think everybody is like a mad murderer. 
in the in the shadows, that kind of thing. Some people have been through some oppressive shit. Like, you know, sometimes when I talk to my male friends or I talk to my male, you know, coworkers or whatever in this business that I do, I just find out that people have gone through some real, real terrible shit. Like we women, respect to all women out there, but sometimes we just put these niggas to surrender. And I'm just saying that we can do better. I'm saying that we can love better. I'm saying that we can feel better when we truly understand who we are and what our purpose is. Because you don't meet somebody, you know what I'm saying, get with them, have a couple kids with them, wake up one morning and say, damn, I can't live. But it, it's just things that build up. It's just things that you notice. You know, and I always say that, look, don't take nobody's peace of mind. That's something that comes from God. You know, God gives you peace of mind. Your money can't give you that because at the end of the day, you bought it. You know what I'm saying? You had to go pick it up and you was in the right of mind to do that. So it, it's not going to give you peace. You know what I'm saying? Because you rolling in the latest beat don't give you peace. If you got the latest phone, don't give you peace. But it's just loving life naturally and letting everything come to you naturally. That's what gives you peace. I know that a lot of people are hustling, you know what I'm saying? And I hustle in my way as well. But at the same time, you got to find that, you know, balance so that you don't carry the hustle into the home. You know what I mean? In the sense that, you know, you start bringing some conflicting energies from your work experience home and start applying that to your relationship. I want to say that, you know, the first time that I would say that I knew that I was in love was when I was very hurt. I was very hurt and I was very sick. But I got up from the bed. What I would not have done, you know, for anybody else, you know what I mean? I got up from the bed and, you know, there was this point where we were, like, arguing, right? Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And the point where I knew that it was love was when, you know, we were just we were talking, I was talking. And I was talking over him. He was talking to me. And he was, that voice was loud. And my voice was a little bit loud. But there was a pause. And there was this pause, and this pause where we just looked at each other, and I basically gave him a look like, nigga, I love y'all, and you know how the fuck I'm talking to you like this, but thank you for coming. You know, and sometimes we thank people for coming and thank people for being in our lives, not because we want to sound cliche and we want to sound like, you know, we grateful or, you know, we uh, basically are what they call a pretender, you know, because people think you're sarcastic or people think that, you know what I'm saying, you're, you're uh, what's the natural word? Natural word, I just forget about it right now. But they think that you're that particular word because you say it, you know, it's like, oh, you know, this is what it is and you're saying it, but you don't mean it, that's why you're saying it, whatever. But I think that that's our insecurity speaking. Because you have to be careful because when you're in a loving relationship and you're trying to come from a place of love, you got to know which one is you, which one is your fear. Because your fear is louder than your bravery. And that's what I've learned over time. Your fear is always louder than your bravery. But your bravery, is, as quiet as it is, it's actually tougher than your fear. Sounds deep, but that's what I think. So I think that, you know, we shouldn't be scared to stand up and scared to say what we feel, you know, to the point where you're ducking, you know what I'm saying, you should not be ducking, and you should not allow people to tell you this and that, or allow people who are disgruntled with where they are in life to, to nitpick and 
abuse you because you are ego and you are passionate to assist. I think there's something called passionate to assist, which is when you love somebody, you're just always, you know, you know, trying to, you know, help them discover who they are more. Because that's the best way to get people to love you. When they love themselves, it's easy for them to love you. So, you know, sometimes, you know, you've got to guide people to that because we've dealt with homes where nobody interacted with each other. Everybody's just sitting across from each other. There's no interaction. There's no love. So how are you going to do that in your own home if you had never had the experience? And it would take somebody brave enough to be patient with you because nowadays ain't nobody lasting to like three years. It's like one year, nigga, five. That kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? We're not taking time like before to date people. I actually would recommend 10 motherfucking years. And I know a lot of people would say, damn, 10 years is a long time of my life. But nigga, it's better to have a 10-year relationship where you could be like, okay, in 10 years, this is what this is what I know about you. This is how I know your anger is. This is how I know how you act. This is how I know you act when you don't have money. This is how I know you act when you have money. You see all sides, you know. So you see somebody grow, and then you kind of decide, do I want to grow with you for the rest of my life? And most times the answer is yes, because you've been through the hardships, and you got to go through the stuff that you have to deal with. But really, it's all about ego. It's all about ego being submissive, knowing that nobody's perfect. We're going to do some shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to fuck up. You're going to fuck up. But as long as we're not fucked up together, it's all good. So it's all for the greater good. You know what I'm saying? You know, people just got to be more patient with each other. I, I'm learning patience because I'm impatient myself. But at the same time, you can learn to be patient. Also by, you know, by just telling yourself, you know what I'm saying, don't overreact. Simple. A lot of the things that happen is people overreact to certain things. And it's not necessary. Because you got to also, when you date somebody and you, you're with them, Know them for who they are, not just what you think they are based on what they've done. Because some people are acting on just, you know, pure emotion. It's not who they are. That's just their emotion, you know what I'm saying? That's just them acting it out, you know. But when you start to understand how people are, you start to see that, okay, you know, I know that, okay, when you get this certain way, you do this thing, right? I don't like what you do when you do this thing, but it doesn't mean I don't like you. It doesn't mean I'm going to go against your dreams. It doesn't mean I'm going to get my whole team to hate you. That's what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Because there's plenty of love, plenty of space to come from a place of love. And, and even though you want the same things as people, sometimes the reason why there's so much fight, the reason why there's so much um, jealousy and envy from within your heart against somebody who's just living, not taking anything from you. It's just because you don't have what you want so bad. You want to compromise everything that you are to get it. You know what I'm saying? But you don't have it. So what do you do? You start being bitter around it. Right? So does that explain some places where you go and you just know the vibe is just, you know, these niggas just hating on the love. They smiling to you. They looking good. You in the photo. But you just know they hating on the low. It's because when you bitter inside, you start finding ways to discredit, to rob, and to put down love that you should be embracing, love that you should be celebrating, love that you should be included. And that's why a lot of people are rich, 
but in their pictures, they actually look like their spirit is not really that rich. And you see people who don't have that much wealth, they can still find time to smile, still feel rich, even though physically, and compared to what is out there, they, they don't cut it. But inside, their soul is rich. Why? Because they found the joy in the simple things. They found joy in the greatest thing. And to me, that is love. So I'm selling soul, and I'm very thankful to God that I found love when I did. And I'm thankful to God because we pray that our first marriage will be our only marriage. And that's because we know that you don't quit. But at the same time, if you know that your health and your heart is not happy, especially when you're dealing with people that have daddy issues, mommy issues, abandonment issues, they're going to always encourage you to leave and abandon people because that's what they've been conditioned to do. But you are different. You are a fighter. You're a father. You're a great person, so you shouldn't listen to them because they have nothing to be happy about. You know what I'm saying? They, they haven't got what you got. So if you've got plans encouraging you to leave your girl just because they lonely and they trying to get at you, you know what I'm saying? You know, and they, you know, and they playing somehow, whatever, just let them be. Because at the end of the day, love is one of those things that you just can't kill. Love is one of those things that you just have to spread. And then even when it dies, it lives long after. So God bless you. I'm telling you.